Hello, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode 212 of the Drunk Dashers Podcast. I'm your host, as always, I am Tyler, and joining me, we have the man, the myth, the legend himself. We have Sir Cohen Gables. What's up, buddy? I'm doing all right. Just got past uh, work on a Monday, since we're recording live for you guys, to try to get some uh, the content out as quickly as possible. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Uh... Yep, it's getting it's a it's a little late on a Monday night, at least for me. It's like nine thirty Central Time, uh, but I'm off. I, you know, so it's whatever. I can do whatever I want. I can stay up as late as I want. My parents can't do nothing about it. Mm. It's not a school night. Um, because I'm 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 a big kid now. Uh, anyways, we are back with more E3 talk. Yesterday, last night, whatever we released um, our thoughts and reactions to EA and Microsoft. Uh, so today we're coming at you with Bethesda, Ubisoft, and Sony. Um, we're going to go ahead and start in order with which the conferences came out. We'll go ahead and start with Bethesda. Um, so they had theirs late last night, as we talked about yesterday on the on the show. Um, kind of go with what we did yesterday, talk about everything that was mentioned, and then we'll just kind of discuss the positives and negatives, what we thought overall with them. Uh, first off, they started up with uh, Doom VFR um, and Fallout VR, Fallout 4 VR, both coming this year. Uh, Fallout 4, it looks like, is a Vive exclusive. Um, Vive VR is a VR. Uh, and Doom is coming to PSVR and Vive. Um, and the Fallout 4 is VR is scheduled for October release. No release window or anything for Doom, but we do know it's $30 uh, for Doom VR. So... Um, next up, they announced, uh, sounds like an expansion for Elder Scroll Online. It's a Morrowind expansion. It's out now if you want to check it out. Uh, show some gameplay for that. Um, and then they announced some more stuff for Elder Scrolls Legends, which is the, um, card game for, like, you can play on Steam and phones and, uh, iPads and all that stuff. Uh, announced some Skyrim content for it. So if you want, if you're a fan of that, it's out there now, or it's coming soon, rather. Um, and then next up, they showed off Skyrim for the, um, the Switch. Uh, they announced it would be Amiibo support, and you could play as Link in the game with the Master Sword. Um, so, that's cool. Um, next up, we had Dishonored Death of an Outsider. That's coming September 29th. Standalone DLC, so you don't need to have Dishonored 2 to play it. Um, just kind of a cutscene or uh, story trailer. No um, gameplay, anything like that. But, sounds like people that love Dishonored are super excited for this one. Um... Next up, they showed off some gameplay and a trailer for Quake Champions and um, BJ Blazkowicz, the main character from Wolfenstein. Uh, it will be a playable character in that. No release date, but it is scheduled to be out sometime this year. Uh, then next up, we had Evil Within 2 uh, coming out October 13th. We had some gameplay and uh, trailer shown. And last but not least, Wolfenstein 2 New Colossus is out um, October 27th. And uh, we had a fairly long cutscene and a lot of gameplay uh, gameplay shown for that game what did you think gables i thought that the major things taken out from that bethesda press conference was wolfenstein 2 new colossus and also the zelda stuff inside the the switch version of skyrim other than that though it's like the conference in general really felt like sort of a week's showing even though that there were a bunch of content things announced for like VR stuff for like either the Vive or the PlayStation VR with Doom and Fallout 4 respectively. I felt as a overall conference it just didn't really feel like it was uh it felt like really it was just like a flash in the pan to where it's like okay, here's just a bunch of games that we have to announce for you at this time and stuff 30 minutes later. Yeah, that's it. 
Yeah, yeah. go on ahead. Nothing really much here. I mean, it's kind of telling, though, because they had their whole, like, setting thing, like, their whole conference thing set up like an amusement park. Yeah, Bethesda Land. <laughs> Bethesda Land and all that other stuff. I mean, uh, let's see. I don't really particularly care for, like, a lot of the uh, Elder Scroll Online stuff because I don't really dabble too much in MMOs. Mm-hmm. Let's see. I thought it was pretty cool for the Dishonored-like stuff, the standalone game for uh, the death of an outsider. That looked that looked relatively interesting, although there was no gameplay gameplay really shown at all. But uh, I liked how when they showed off the Zelda amiibo stuff, I was literally like, oh, okay, what the hell's this? <laughs> then you go forth, you see like uh, your main protagonist dressed up in Link attire and like riding a Pona, and then like do this like having the Master Sword in Skyrim, like. Okay, this is like a freaking mod right here. That's that was just adapted from like uh, PC onto the Switch. But hell, I uh, I would totally would be down for buying Skyrim and then playing as Link. I mean, hell, that sounds pretty awesome. But uh, the best thing in that entire conference was the reveal for Wolfenstein Two: New Colossus. Oh, I'm... oh God! Oh, sorry. Yeah. Go ahead. I just I just had to go change my shorts real quick. <laughs> I mean, fuck. I mean, that whole trailer, the impressions that you get from that that's that sort of like a peaceful dystopian thing, like where you're basically going to uh, a little diner or something like that. But there's, there's all these subtle like things that are just sort of like wrong and stuff because there's all these like right supremacy like type of shit that's going on, like mm-hmm. like in broad daylight and stuff from Ku Klux Klan members and then like, Nazis and all of a sudden, like, just filtrating, like, the entire streets and stuff like that. It was really unnerving, and it was kind of... It was a cool statement, though, by the developers in order to try to input little subtleties like that into their game. I mean, it matches the theme of Wolfenstein to a T. I mean, you're Mm -hmm. basically trying to, like, get the Nazi regime out of power and stuff like that. And so, after the events, the first, like... Wolfenstein game for the PS4 and stuff. Obviously, BJ Blazkowicz has to go and wake up from like another fucking like <laughs> coma-inducing shit because, it's so of su- course, yeah. it's so stupid. Yeah. I mean, there's some aspects from that uh, cat that Wolfenstein game that it's there's some sort of that's just really stupid. But at the same point, I love the pacing of the combat inside this game. They took so many little cues from Doom yeah. from last year that I am fucking excited and I want to play that game now. <laughs> of course, I'm going to play the playthrough and beat the other Wolfenstein game before I actually have a chance to play Wolfenstein oh. 2. But holy shit, though. I mean, that was a great reveal for a game. Yeah, definitely. Um, out, of, out of 10, what, what do you think you'd give it? Well, let's see. Other than like Wolfenstein stuff, I would give it. Oh, okay. I would give it like uh, a six point five out of ten. Okay. I thought that the content that was shown felt better than what I witnessed for EA on Saturday. There was content that was pretty much relevant to my interests and like sort of things. Even though the overall tone of the week of the conference was not as strong. I do feel that Wolfenstein 2 and, like, the Zelda stuff inside Skyrim for Switch kind of made up for uh, the, in my opinion, for how sort of, like, a lame duck sort of conference it was. Hmm. Okay. Um, I, I, going into this, or coming out of this, I was like, that was amazing. That was a, that was one of the best press conferences I've ever seen. 
Um, I've kind of, you know, it's been about 24 hours since we watched it. Uh, I've definitely settled down since then, but I thought it started off strong with the Doom VFR stuff. That looks really cool. I'm curious how it's going to work. Right, with, right. That game is built on speed. Like, the whole thing of Doom is speed, and you're doing the teleporting stuff in VR, so I'm curious how that's going to work out, how it's going to work yeah, out. But I'm, I know, that's that's really interesting and stuff, but yeah, I'm just kind of wondering. It's like, if you're moving that fast inside VR stuff, don't you think that's going to be a little bit like a motion sickness thing going to be coming into effect? I wonder how they handle yeah, something like that. Yeah, that's, that's what I'm, I'm worried about with that game. I mean, it's only a $30 game. It's probably not going to be a full thing at all. Um, I, you know, like, there's an, I'm not in on the VR thing quite yet, but there's enough things uh, that are out now and are coming soon that look interesting that I'm like, I'm thinking about it. Like, I'm probably not going to buy it this year, but sometime maybe early next year or something like that i might pick it up um especially if games like doom and some of the other stuff we've seen today uh pan out but uh thought that was a good start off i'm a little bummed there wasn't like a doom expansion um that you can play that's not the vr version yeah uh, something i did with the old with um the old blood um like they did with wolfenstein um but yeah that looked kind of cool for uh, fallout 4 i mean i'm sure there's gonna be people are excited for that i don't care about fallout 4 um Elder School stuff, I mean, whatever. You, like, you, you kind of covered it. It's like not really into the online MMO stuff. Same with Elder School Legends. If people like that, there's more for you. I'm sure they're happy, um, especially the Moral Wind stuff and the Skyrim stuff for Legends. Um, Skyrim for the Switch, it's, it's fucking more Skyrim. They're re-releasing yeah. for the, tw- the 20th time. I yep. mean, that, that was a cool twist, and I think they probably knew that coming out with um, with Skyrim for the Switch. It's like, oh, okay, we're, that game's like eight years old. Um, but adding Link to it, that's going to definitely probably find an audience with um, with the Nintendo fans that maybe haven't played it yet. Um, and still no release date for that, but it is supposed to come out this year. So I'm curious. That's, that was weird to me. They didn't show it. They still haven't released a date. I went out and looked for one, and I couldn't find one. Um, the two biggest things to me, um, that by far at that point, no question, the two biggest things that came out of E3 for me were Evil Within 2 and Wolfenstein 2. Both right. games were heavily rumored last year, and actually, even within two ads, were popping up online about an hour or so before the press conference. So, <laughs> um, it, it was pretty much well known that game was going to be announced at, at Bethesda's press conference, but that pretty much, yeah, I confirmed it right there. And Wolfenstein 2, um, I think it was popping up on like Amazon Canada or something like that before, right. uh, like the day before the press conference. So, we knew they were both coming, everybody knew they were in development. But man, both press conferences blew me, or uh, both trailers blew me away. I'm mm. really happy uh, to bring back Sebastian from Evil Within One. I absolutely adored Evil Within the first one. It, it was a slow burn. I hated it the first couple hours, but once I delved into that game, that game was fucking fantastic. It was one of my, I think, third, three or four best games of the year came out. I want to say 2014. So yeah, uh, yeah, great game. Uh, more, I'm excited, excited for more. Um, it's the guy that made uh, Resident Evil 4, or is responsible for Resident Evil 4, one of the main guys. So uh, he, he knows horror, and he knows um, how to make a good shooter version of that game. So that that should be pretty awesome coming out this year. Happy for that. Wolfenstein 2, um, yeah. Fuck yeah, dude, that was that that was amazing. The the comedy, the, the yeah. action, the gameplay, like you said, the, the Doom stuff. It looked like it was a little faster. Um so that that all looked great. Um, the guy at the end uh, dropping uh, acid <laughs> in the middle of a, middle of a battle with Nazis was amazing. 
great way to end it. Uh, oh. That was that was incredible. I yeah, it was a forty minute press conference. Uh, it was a guy. Um, one of the guys came out talked at first for like two three minutes. Left trailer after trailer after trailer after trailer. Came out said thank you for coming and that was end of it. Uh, I'm cool with that. I mean, you could almost argue there was really no point to have a press conference, but yeah, uh, for a, what we got there, it wasn't a long drawn out thing. Uh, they didn't spend 20 minutes and everything like they like most press conferences usually do. Um, but yeah, I love this press conference. I was never bored. There's a little lull in the middle there, but I was never bored. Uh, it was just kind of like, oh, you don't like that? We got this for you. So, and most of that stuff, um, I think I found interesting or. There's there's a good there's a big audience for all those things they've shown and they're all coming out this year which is incredible um, yeah so I hmm, I think I'll, I'm gonna go nine out of ten for Bethesda just because they gave me the two biggest the two best games of the show so far um, at least at that point uh, so yeah um, let's go ahead and move on to what happened today we're gonna start off with uh, Ubisoft uh, yeah there's a, there's afternoon. Uh, Kind of started off with uh, Mario and Rabbids Kingdom Battle, the worst kept secret in gaming. Yep. Uh, everything that we saw is everything we pretty much been announced um, a while back. Uh, turn-based battling game. Uh, the term thrown out a lot was a kid-friendly XCOM game, which I like XCOM a lot. It's just really hard and really too, really deep of a game uh, that I just can't grasp. Um, so I'm excited for that because I like that that style, the kind of the turn-based. Um, moving style gameplay like steam world heist things like that um so that's coming on august 29th uh that's a thing coming out so next up more assassin's creed origins uh, we got a trailer showing with some more gameplay uh, i think we saw a lot more yesterday at microsoft's um for that next up we had crew uh crew 2 coming out early 2018 they're gonna have off-roading uh you can try ride motorcycles um boats and it'll be up uh, you can uh, fly a plane. So that's some of the big things they're adding. Uh, next up, we had a South Park uh, Fractured But Whole trailer. I think it's the same trailer that we already saw um, a few weeks ago. Yeah, they they, they released. So. Yeah, so still was really funny. Uh, looks amazing. Um, can't wait for that game. October 27th. Uh, or oh no, October 17th. Uh, cannot get here fast enough. The next game, I think, is Transference. I think is how you say it. Yeah. Uh, Elijah Wood's... Um, Game Studio. I didn't know he had a game studio, but he has one. Uh, showed off this weird, really weird game about plugging into your mind. Uh, it's a VR game. It's coming in early 2018. No, uh, I think there's a few little snippets of gameplay, but uh, from what they showed in the uh, trailer, teaser trailer we got, it's inter- you, you piqued my interest for that as much as you can for not really having any gameplay. Um, next up we had was Skull and Bones. It's a uh, They showed a teaser trailer at first. Uh, and it kind of made it seem like, oh, cool, they made they, they listened to us. We're getting Black Flags, uh, the game. You can play it, but with the, pull, pull the crappy Assassin's Creed stuff out of it and make a pirate game. Uh, but it kind of turned out it's actually a um, kind of a PvP game, uh, 5v5. They showed off a, a five, 5 versus 5 mode where you all have your own ships, and the goal in this mode is whoever has, what team has, has the most booty at the end uh, wins. Uh, and then they show a little teaser with uh, the, with the Kraken. Um, no, no real more details shown other than that. It's coming out fall 2018. Got a little dance number for Just Dance 2018. About two, three minutes long. Perfect. They usually spend way too long on Just Dance. That's coming out in October. Uh, then we got announced South Park Phone Destroyer. Uh, that's coming out this year. It's going to be a uh, game for your mobile phones. 
Um, I don't know if it's a free-to-play game or it's a pay game or whatever. So uh, Next up, we had Starlink Battle for Atlas. It is a Toys of Life space-flying battling game coming uh, next next fall, fall 2018, uh, where you can actually like, you buy like adapters for your, for your ship and put them on your ship and you go and battle with them. Uh, then Steep, uh, they showed some expansion pass for it called Road to the Olympics, where they're going to have a bunch of Olympic events that's coming out December 5th. And then uh, Far Cry 5, got a bunch of gameplay. There's actually a dog, so I'm really interested now, named Boomer. It looks pretty cool. Uh, uh, the gameplay looks really good for that game. It looks like uh, an up-res, or not up-res, but updated uh, Far Cry game. And I love Far Cry, so I'm cool with that, especially in that setting. Uh, everything we've heard from it. And then last but not least, Beyond Good and Evil 2 got a very long CG trailer for that. No gameplay, no date, nothing like that. So that was the Ubisoft press conference. What did you think? I thought that it was all right. I thought that the main things to take away from the Ubisoft press conference was there were plenty of surprises in terms of uh, the games that they did show. Like, for instance, we all knew about the Mario and Rabbids game for a while now. I mean, it's been leaked for weeks. But the thing that we hadn't seen yet was the actual gameplay. And to be perfectly honest with you, I cannot stop thinking about that game once I've seen that gameplay because it actually looks kind of awesome to be perfectly honest with you from what i've seen from what like the little (laughs) back how it reminds me so closely like to say like XCOM and stuff and you're doing all these random team ups and all this other type of style and personality sort of like movements and this and that and stuff it really feels like a fresh game it looks like a fresh experience with mario you know that that's just Mm -hmm. something that uh I wasn't expecting, you know, because I was just, I pretty much kind of written off the game as like, oh, hey, oh, hey, this is just, uh, yeah, I don't like the rabbits, I don't like this, and stuff, and all of a sudden you see actual gameplay of it, it's like, oh, you know, that that actually looks pretty fucking cool. But uh, a lot of the stuff that we had seen was like, obviously, the Assassin's Creed Origins stuff, I mean, we already knew, we already saw a lot of that from the press conference from Microsoft the day before. Mm Mm-hmm. Let's see, Crew 2, the Crew 2, eh, it's okay, I mean, the, <laughs> I mean, Crew, the original Crew and stuff like that didn't really have too much of a, no, like, presence at all, I mean, it had its dedicated fan base, but other than that, it really wasn't big, big, I mean. It was a mediocre driving game uh, that came and went, and it's gonna be a sequel. Let's see, South Park, it was pretty much a trailer that we had already seen previously. Yeah. Just let you know part. it's still here, and it's coming soon. Yeah. Pretty much. But the thing I saw, the things that I saw that uh, that was kind of interesting, I mean, Far Cry 5, the gameplay, I thought the gameplay was pretty alright, you know? It wasn't like anything too like spectacular or something, but it totally did feel like a trailer built around the fact to try to create as less controversy as possible. <laughs> Because of uh, because of how much like Ubisoft kind of stirred up like certain people in terms of when they first reveal Far Cry Five and stuff, yeah, they yeah. sort of made it sort of lighthearted in terms of how they presented things to the trailer. Which you know what, Far Cry as a series in general, it does have a lot of its interesting like funny moments and stuff. But uh, yeah, I kind of like the aspect where you can actually go through like team up and co op and just do whatever the hell you want to do inside this game. I mean, the game is still a ways off. There's still plenty that could be changed. Yep, February next year, so we've got a while to go. So, yeah, it's... 
I thought that was all right, but the biggest surprise throughout that entire conference was uh, the whole thing about Beyond Good and Evil 2, because previously Ubisoft has went on record saying they had nothing to show at this time, and you know what, we kind of believed it to a certain extent, because the game hadn't been shown in any type of capacity since like 2010. Uh, 2008, actually. Oh, 2008. No, yeah. uh, oh, pardon me, it's been almost like 10 years Yep. So it's like it's been like nine years. Yep. Actually, nine years after the reveal of that trailer, we finally get something, and it's something entirely different than what we thought it was going to be. From the presentation of the trailer, it felt a lot more edgier in terms of what you know Beyond Good and Evil was, and to find out, it's actually a prequel to the original Beyond Good and Evil that was out on PS2, Xbox, GameCube, and stuff like that. And to be perfectly honest, it's like, it was kind of a surreal moment. It was one of the legitimately surprising moments inside of E3 this year. Because you have Michelle Ansel, who obviously worked on this game a lot and stuff, and has been wanting to get this game put out for years and stuff, or at least focus upon getting this project together and stuff. And then to see him front and center out there, seeing his game trailer finally for Beyond Good and Evil 2, that was a heartfelt moment for that man. But uh, I felt overall in general for the entirety of the Ubisoft conference, I mean, there weren't a lot of things that were really appealing to me, but to be perfectly honest, they're probably the two of the biggest surprises in terms of E3 for me so far were... The Mario and Rabbids gameplay and the announcement of Beyond Good and Evil 2. So I would say I put it on the par with like my interest with the Microsoft conference yesterday and put like about a seven out of ten. Okay. <laughs> yeah, that that's actually exactly where I'm at. Seven out of ten. Um I the Mario and Rabbids Kingdom Battle, um, I'm way more interested in it than I actually thought I would be. Yeah. Um, it does look kind of kiddy and I imagine it's not gonna be uh, anything super in depth as far as a turn-based uh, battle game goes, but um, neither was South Park, and I love that game. Um, but that, I, obviously, because I love South Park, so that helps. But I mean, if you're a fan of Mario um, or Rabbids, um, you know, those sick bastards like Rabbids, um, you'll be happy for this game. I, I I don't know if I'm gonna pick it up day one. Uh, late August is a very um, um, tough time for uh, time uh, for for uh, not tough time, but. There's a lot of shit coming out in late August, and especially the, the, in the last week of August. Oh, yeah. Um, for me, you got um, Madden, uh, uh, Uncharted Lost Legacy, and then uh, Life is Strange Part Episode 1 comes out before the storm. So that's oh, just yeah. in the last 10 days of August. Uh, and then also Yeesh. you got Mario uh, Rat and Rabbids August on 20, August 29th. So uh, a lot, lot of stuff happening in a, in a short time frame. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm, probably, I'll probably, I'm more than likely going to pick that up sometime this year. Um, that could be like a September game or maybe a December game, depending on what time I have for it. But yeah, it looks cool. I'm definitely interested in it. Um, just, I'm, I'm curious if we're going to see any more of, I'm between now and then maybe we'll see some more tomorrow on Nintendo. Um, Assassin's Creed Origins, uh, didn't really do anything. We got a trailer for it. Um, the thing actually I, I thought was most interesting, the, most, the best thing I saw for that was actually after the press conference, they showed about a 20, 30 minute long gameplay session uh-huh. and it looks just like uh, a Far Cry um, where they showed them going in, you got to take over the outpost, defeat all the enemies, you can be stealthy about it, you can just go in and take them all out, guns blazing, not really, not literally guns blazing, but go in and just attack them straight on. And oh. you can actually even, like, um, like much like in Far Cry 3 and 4, 
you can shoot an arrow and destroy a, uh, a cage that has like a line in it. It'll go in and it'll attack all the all the people in the outpost or whatever, and until they kill them or it kills all the people. So something you know that came out with Far Cry. So definitely feels like Far Cry Assassin's Creed, which I'm cool with because I like Far That's Cry. That's pretty damn cool. Um, <laughs> it's definitely my interest level after watching that has jumped uh, dramatically. Probably not gonna be a day one buy. Uh, with coming out the same day as Wolfenstein 2, August 20, um, or October 27th, and I don't really trust uh, Assassin's Creed or Ubisoft for this game to be good and to be finished when it comes out. So, um, Crew 2, like I said, mediocre driving game that came and went a couple years ago. Um, South Park, obviously, like I said, still excited for that game. Um, Transference, that's another game that's kind of on my radar for VR games right now. That's not coming until early 2018. Been like I said, didn't really see much. Skull and Bones, I was actually like, oh crap, when they showed that teaser trailer, I'm like, and they, when they were talking about it, I'm like, okay, that sounds cool, because I, I, everybody loves Black Flags, and everybody said, you should do more of that, and I'm like, okay, they're doing that, they're going to make a pirate game, and then I come find out it's basically just like a For Honor or Rainbow Six Siege, but with, with ships, um, so I, the more I saw of it, the, the more my interest level dropped um, dramatically. For that game, I'm sure there's gonna be a big audience for it. I'm sure it's probably gonna be a good game. People, I, I didn't think people like For Honor. That's actually got a pretty good following. It's got good reviews, so I wouldn't be surprised if this turns out to be good. It's just that I don't really care much for those, you know, five v five PvP games or whatever um, online games. Turns out there's more to it. There's a story mode, things like that. Maybe I missed something. Maybe there's something announced I didn't I didn't know about. Um, then I'll I'll look into it. But for what we saw there, uh, I'm good. Um, South Park Phone Destroyer, if it's free to play, I'm going to be uh, needing to get a loan. Um, so, the Starlink Battle for Atlas, I actually laughed out loud once we saw the uh, the <laughs> ship on the controller. I'm like, oh, come on, fuck you. <laughs> Why are we making more Toys of Life stuff in, coming out in fall of 2018 when the two biggest, when Skylanders is on its way out. <laughs> it was actually a really funny tweet I saw. It said, No Man Skylander is what this game was. <laughs> I laughed at that too. Um, but why are we making more toys life shit when, I mean, Skylanders is, is the interest in that has been going way down. Disney, uh, arguably the biggest, um, as far as like characters they can release, they, they're out of that. They're losing money on that, uh, more on their own end, but they were still losing a lot of money on it. Uh, why are we still making more of this shit? Uh, in 2018, I don't get it. Um, especially for something that doesn't have established IPs behind it. Yep. Um, so yeah, that's whatever. Um, Far Cry Five, like I said, I'm that. Yeah, that game uh, is going to be pretty good, I think. Uh, the only thing there's so this is the the tweet of the night I saw for this was uh, they have a dog named Boomer, and he actually goes up and he'll like attack enemies for you and yeah. steal the the, the uh, bad guy's gun and give it to you. And someone put on Twitter they should have called named the dog Obama, and it just be <laughs> Obama taking guns from people. I oh man. <laughs> That's got to be a name for the damn change for the dog. Yeah, if they can, I'm naming Obama. I am. Uh, that's the tweet of that's the tweet of all time. You can just shut the internet down after that one. That was great. Uh, Beyond Good and Evil Two. It's it's what I don't even care about Beyond Good and Evil at all. Like uh, people that want it, I'm happy for you. It's still a thing, but it's been nine years since we got a CG trailer for it in 2008, and you come back nine years later with another CG trailer with no gameplay, no nothing. Uh, that make, tells me this game sat on ice for years. Yep. Um, and we're not going to see this game for years either, if at all. Uh, it sounds like it's super early in development. Um, so, 
I'm, you know, like I said, I'm happy it's, it's still alive, but I think a lot of people were expecting when this game was shown again at E3, it was going to be a lot of gameplay. Hey, it's coming this year. It's coming next year. You know, like, I'm a big fan of Last Guardian. I love Last Guardian. I waited for that game for nine years, but at least when we got it nine years later, or no, seven years later, um, we, got a, we, got, we got a release date for it. Yep. You know? And it got delayed six weeks, but we got, we got a release date, at least window for it. So, yeah. Um, yeah, it was... Overall, it was a good conference. I, I the, some of the stuff, I, it, some of it dragged. I think the Crew Two stuff especially dragged. Um, Just Dance, I actually think I enjoyed more than Crew Two, um, but yeah, I, 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 there's a lot in there for everybody. You know, it came away looking at the stuff I'm interested in: Mario and Rabbids, uh, South Park trailer, um, Far Cry Five. Those three things that I'm really, really excited to play. Um, so yeah, I, I guess probably Far Cry Five would be my game of the show. Since I'm not really going to count South Park, since we didn't really get anything other than that little trailer for it that we've already seen before. Yeah, overall, not a terrible show, but not a really good one either. Um, yeah, 7 out of 10. Um, next up, we just finished watching this before we did the show, uh, Sony. Uh, there's actually some stuff sh- uh, shown off at the uh, pre-show. Uh, they did an hour-long pre-show before the actual main show. Uh, they announced, they had a trailer for NAC 2 that's coming out September 5th. Uh, Matterfall is actually the guys that made Resogun. Uh, it's coming out August fifteenth. It's like a two D side sc- or three D side scroller, um, but with like twin six shooter. Basically, it's Rezo Gun, but a uh, a, a side scroller um, with with your actually a character with a gun running around doing platforming and stuff. Uh, then we had another game called Playlink. It looks like a Jackbox type of game where you use your phone on your for your console. Um, we saw a couple like little games. I don't even know how to describe it. It it it, it looked like whatever. Um, Everybody's Golf trailer for that. No date or anything, but they showed some Everybody's Golf, a.k.a. Hot Shots Golf, making a comeback. Uh, another cool thing, Super Hot coming to PS4, uh, PSVR. Uh, it's not even, Super Hot's not even, the regular game's not even on uh, PS4, so maybe that's coming soon. But Super Hot, I think, came out on Vive last year. It's coming to uh, VR, uh, PSVR this year. Um, and then Spark coming to PSVR. Uh, that was a, it was a weird, like, bounce the ball back and forth kind of game i don't really know there was no gameplay shown but going with the teaser uh, that's what we got tropico 6 uh coming in 2018 undertale is coming to ps4 and vita this year the one and only vita uh acknowledgement uh it's coming this year um and then nino kuni 2 uh wrath of the witch is coming um november 10th so that was the um pre-show stuff so pretty good lots good stuff out there came out of just the pre-show um Going to the main show, start off with Uncharted Lost Legacy. You got a story trailer for that coming out August 22nd. We already knew that part, though. Uh, no real gameplay shown for that, really, at all at a, yet, but uh, imagine it's be more Uncharted 4 uh, kind of looking, so should be a good game. Uh, Horizon Zero Dawn, The Frozen Lands. Uh, it's going to be DLC coming sometime this year. Uh, no gameplay shown, but got a little teaser for that. Uh, Days Gone, got a fairly long gameplay for that um, shown. Uh, it seems like an open-world Last of Us-style kind of game. With the gameplay style looks similar to Last of Us, but open-world, driving a motorcycle around. And then at the end, uh, there it has a swarm zombie stuff. And then at the end, there was a, a zombie bear. So that's a thing. Uh, I don't want to live in that world. That sounds fucked up. Um, Monster Hunter World. Uh, we've got a lot of gameplay shown for that. That's coming out early 2018. Uh, that is also coming to PC and Xbox One, though. So it's not, that is not an exclusive um, then we got a teaser for Shadow of the Colossus, um, the remake, um, coming out in 2018. 
Uh, that's sweet. I mean, I'd rather have Last Guardian 2, but whatever. I'll take it. Um, then we had Marvel vs. Capcom Infinite. Um, story trailer for that coming out September 19th, and there's a demo out now you can play, and a Dante from Devil May Cry has been confirmed as a character. Don't know if he was or not before, but uh, let's do it in there. Um, got some gameplay for um, Call of Duty World War II, or WW2, sorry. Uh, it's kind of more more stuff we've already seen. Uh, Skyrim VR, so yay, more Skyrim. Uh, that is coming to PSVR. Uh, no release date or any window or anything for that. Then uh, we had Star Child VR. It's a 3D side-scroller kind of game. Um, then The Inpatient. Uh, it's a scary first-person game. Uh, kind of a teaser shown for that. Looks like you're in a mental institution. It's a VR game. Um, come to PSVR. And then come to v- another game, PSVR. We had a, a string of PSVR games. Uh, Final Fantasy PSVR. Uh, it's called Monster of the Deep. It's a VR fishing game. So people, I'm sure, will be excited for that. Another game, it's a first-person shooter VR game called Bravo Team. Uh, kind of look, look kind of decent. I don't, you know, whatever. Teaser trailer, not a lot shown. And then another game called Moss. Uh, you play as a mouse who has a gauntlet and a sword. Seems like a puzzle game. I don't really know. There wasn't really kind of a lot shown as far as gameplay goes. That's uh, coming out to VR, though. No release date or window for that. Then we got some God of War uh, gameplay and uh, some story stuff shown for that coming in early 2018. Um, talked a lot about this kid and something's wrong with this kid. We don't know what's wrong with him. Um, that, yeah, early 2018 for that. Uh, Detroit got a fairly long uh, trailer for that. I'm assuming that was gameplay. Uh, the way uh, they make their games, I can't remember the name of the studio, but um, Quantic Dream, Quantic thank you. Dream. Um, the way they, they make their games, it all looks like a cutscene. Uh, so... I'm assuming that was gameplay, but you never know. Uh, Destiny 2 got some more gameplay for that. They announced uh, an exclusive strike, ship, gear, uh, PvP map, and a weapon coming to uh, PS4 only. And then Spider-Man got a gameplay trailer for that coming out in 2018. So uh, what did you think of uh, Sony's um, E3 press conference? It was solid. It was solid from beginning to end. I mean, it was pretty much like kind of a continuation from their conference last year to where they for they decided to go the route of just showing nonstop game after game after game. That just seems to be more of a focus this year than anything else for every other bits of the conferences besides EA. To where you're going through, they're just, they said a little blurb at the beginning of the conference and they started showcasing game after game. And there was, there was quite a bit of uh, decent stuff that was shown, too. I mean, obviously, the Uncharted Lost Legacy stuff, that looked pretty cool. I mean, the cutscene stuff looked pretty awesome. Oh, the aspect of the gameplay, I think, is going to be really fantastic. I'm excited for the DLC for Horizon Zero Dawn. Days Gone, I'm not necessarily sold on the game itself yet. I mean, it does seem really familiar, does seem really reminiscent to The Last of Us. But at the same point, I'm just kind of wondering what type of direction this game is going into. I mean, we're obviously not going to see it for a while. But uh, I thought it, that was okay. Let's see. Monster Hunter World was actually really surprising, considering that the last few Monster Hunters have been pretty much on Nintendo systems <laughs> for the most mm-hmm. part. It's so like Monster Hunter Try, like Monster Hunter like 4, Monster Hunter like, uh, you know... X and all this other stuff. Monster Hunter Stories or something like that came out last year for 3DS? Yeah, that's just the thing, though. Just seeing, like, a third-party sort of Monster Hunter game, like, on PS4, PC, and Xbox One, that is really 
that's kind of a big deal right there, considering that uh, their last major forays upon those systems were back around the time for uh, PS2, I want to say. PS2, PSP, around that time of generation stuff. I know there wasn't like a Monster Hunter game released on the 360 or anything else like that, but it had been a while. Mm-hmm. I mean, PSP Definitely. really much had like uh, was pretty much the system to where Monster Hunter was thriving for a long time before. Yeah, there was one on the Wii too. Uh, yes, yes, that's what I was referring to. Monster oh, Hunter okay. Try. Oh yeah, okay. I'll tell you what. The first one of the first legitimately exciting things I saw was a re. It looks like a remaster of Shadow of the Colossus coming mm-hmm. out in 2018. Oh my gosh! I saw that and I was like, oh my. God, that is so cool, because even though I have, and I have played Shadow of the Colossus, it looked absolutely stunning inside of the whole 4K, like, the PS4 Pro sort of powered visuals and everything, like, from the beasts and stuff, the detailing, the this, the that, and stuff. Oh, man, I'm honestly legitimately excited to play that game now. (laughs) Oh, man, it's, it's one of those... It is definitely one of those games and stuff to where I am really surprised that Sony didn't, like, announce any more, like, say, remasters of old PS2 or PS3 games at the conference itself. Yeah. Because, hey, even though we've gotten Shadow of the Colossus last generation, like, piled on with uh, Eco and stuff for, like, a classic sort of thing, it's kind of a no-brainer, man. It's like they got all this various other IP that they can go forth and remaster in sort of this sort of visual style, you know? And it's like, well, let's see. God, there was a lot of stuff. I mean, I really loved the the gameplay stuff for God of War. I mean, I thought that it, like, story-wise and, like, gameplay-wise, it looks a lot more interesting than, uh, than the previous entries in the franchise. I'm really interested in seeing, like, where the story goes from here, because it's not like Kratos being, like, yelling and angering at, like, being angry at everybody. And they actually make subtle hints and stuff that uh, Kratos pretty much appeared inside this Norse mythology sort of world and stuff like that, and, like, uh, he's, it's not like a reboot of sorts, but it's, like, a continuation from that series, so it's, it's kind of crazy to think that. Guys, I personally thought it was going to be, like, some sort of like major reboot but it's the same kratos that came from the greek mythology stuff i thought detroit was a really uh interesting gameplay sort of like trailer stuff i thought that uh from what they showed it was a lot better than what uh, they did like a few e3 like was it last e3 that they showed the trailer for that game yeah they showed this is the third uh e3 in a row they've shown something for that game yeah i felt that this e3 they've showed more of a concrete look of what the game can be. I mean, it was conceptual stuff the last couple E3s. And this one, it felt like more of a a game itself. It looks fairly fascinating. I mean, it's... I mean, obviously, I have not played a Quantic Dream game in quite a while, but it looks like it's going to be played... It's going to be really fun, to be perfectly honest. Yeah. Let's see. I think one of the more exciting things about the... The conference, though, I liked how they end the conference with Spider-Man. I mean, I was not expecting Spider-Man. <laughs> the whole gameplay, the whole gameplay looks fucking seamless. It reminds me of Arkham Asylum mixed in with, like, a lot of the crisp, like, sort of visuals and stuff. Like, all the colors and everything. 
Because yeah. that was one of the main things that... Uh, that's that's one of the main things you got to nail inside of a Spider-Man game because you're in New York City, you're fighting crime, you're doing this and doing that, and they managed to nail every single little detail upon what's who Spider-Man is. You know, Insomniac Games is really working hard in this game, and I'm really impressed to see that that uh, how fluid the gameplay looks, how you could actually go for the transverse in the city like you could say in Spider-Man Two that you like back way back when when it was on the PS2 and GameCube. So yeah, you know what? The overall feel for the conference in general for uh, PlayStation, I would give that actually like a uh, 8.5 out of 10. You know, I was Ooh, actually impressed okay. with what was going on. Okay, yeah. I mean, overall, I thought it was a really good press conference. My one big negative, I think, is everything <laughs> seemed... All the big exclusives were 2018, it's felt like. Yeah. Um, Uncharted Lost Legacy, that's coming this year. We've known that for a while. Horizon Zero Dawn um, DLC coming down the pipeline sometime this year but yeah other than that everything else, i mean spider-man god of war um where the you know those coming out 2018 days gone and stuff like that days yeah. gone no release date i'm betting that's probably 2019 or something shadow of colossus 2018 um i wouldn't be surprised if shadow of colossus gets pushed back we play that in 2025 or something well, um you know what i will what i will say though is like even with the pre-conference the pre-show stuff i'm really excited to play undertale finally oh yeah coming out to consoles this year i mean hell i've heard a lot of good stuff about that game yeah i know cooney too i'm also excited about so it's like yeah got at least those two games this year yeah the, uncharted there's small there was small stuff in the pre-show but yeah like uh there's a big audience for uh hot shots golf everybody's golf whatever super hot psvr i actually that's another thing i want to i want to play in vr um Undertale, obviously, I want to check that out. I mean, that blew up the internet uh, last year. I almost bought that game on Steam just because I wanted to play it because it sounds so cool. Uh, sounds like uh, Earthbound um, kind of play style, but uh, some of the stuff we saw in it, um, there was like one thing where you're spinning around, uh, going through like uh, portals that look like the one that the Pokemon gyms from Red and Blue. Uh, it's yeah, that game looks incredible um, or sounds incredible. Um, and, and, well, apparently it is incredible. Oops. Um, but yeah, I mean, that, that was, that kind of sucked that pretty much all the big, the biggest stuff that we're the most, that personally I'm most excited for, I think most people are, um, are all coming out next year. Uh, I'm kind of, on one hand, yeah. I'm, I'm kind of happy though, because this fall is already, uh, booked for me as far as games I want to play. Oh uh, yeah. I've been making a list and looking at dates and it's just, there's too much, uh, too much good stuff. So as a gamer, as me personally, I'm okay with it. Um, but just kind of like as a consumer or if you're looking for some big exclusives on the biggest games that were shown at E3 so far, they're all, all the big ones from Sony are coming, you know, next year. So nothing really big from, from the pipeline. Anyways, um, yeah, Monster Hunter World, I mean, those games have been Nintendo exclusive mainly. Like we had the, um, the one on, uh, the Wii, like you talked about a few on 3DS. There's that one on PSP, uh, and everybody loves those games, but the biggest complaint was cause you can play it online, but it, it wasn't. You know, we want to play that. People want to play that on the console, like on the 360, PS3, PS4, Xbox One. And finally, you can do that. Um, so I'm happy that's happening for those people that love Monster Hunter. It's not my game, but uh, I'm sure those people that are that, that love those games are going to be super happy with that. Um, it's probably the equivalent of getting a Pokemon game on the main console for some people. Um, yeah, Shadow of Colossus looks amazing. Uh, that game, I'm, I'm sure, is going to be... It's great. It's a great game. Um, so I'm happy to you know play it again uh, this time and with 2019, 20, 
22 graphics or whatever it's going to be. Um, yeah, I mean, some of the VR stuff, though. I mean, Star Child, the side-scroller game, that looks kind of cool. I'm curious how that's going to play in 3D, though. Or uh, not 3D, but VR. Uh, what's the what's that all about? Um, but that game looked kind of cool from when we saw of it. Just a little snippet. Uh, the Impatient, that could be kind of cool, but I'm sure we've had a, there's probably a million uh, first-person horror games that are on the VR game VR right now. Um, Mosto looks really interesting. Um, cute little mouse with a sword. I'm, I'm I can dig that. Uh, God of War. I mean, I don't even, I don't like the all the other God of War games. Not a big hack slash guy. Uh, but from what we're seeing of that, they're definitely going away from that. They have found a way to bring it to this um, generation of games. I think hack and slash games have kind of, there's still an audience for it, but I feel like that those days are gone as far as mainstream audience goes. Uh, and it seems like they're doing a good job of, um, from what we've seen so far, of uh, making that game, uh, making God of War and Kratos relevant again um, in you know, 2017, 2018. Uh, Detroit, I like Quantum Dreams games, or at least I like Heavy yeah. Rain a lot. Um, Heavy Rain was a really good game. Uh, Beyond Two Souls, I talked about it at length uh, a few years ago. Uh, it was a good game, but it had a lot of problems. Um, but Detroit looks really interesting, and I mean, that's kind of something that, I mean, is growing more and more real. I mean, we're years away from, from AI like that, as far as we know. Um, but that is something that we're going closer and closer to. Uh, and it's just kind of interesting. It seems like uh, it's Terminator from the um, the, the um, computers or the machines' point of view. So I'm curious how it's going to play out. Uh, Spider Man, that game looks cool, looks great. Uh, I, I'm probably gonna, I'm probably going to pick that one up when it comes out. Uh, yeah, like you said, it's Arkham Asylum, but Spider Man, uh, which yep. I'm all for. You know, I love the um, the, the Batman Arkham games. Um, so I'll be happy to play another style of that game. Uh, I'm happy it's not Batman. So, yeah, I mean, overall, I thought it was a really good show from, um, much like Microsoft's on paper, really great show. But all, what I'll give them props for is the we got a lot of first party exclusive titles and true exclusive titles. And even uh, they, made yep. the, they had a the little dig there at the end. This is a true exclusive, right? Well, for they want to talk about Spider Man. And I love that. It's like <laughs> we kept hearing exclusive, exclusive, exclusive yesterday um, for Microsoft and. This is Only, a third-party exclusive right yeah. here. This is an exclusive for three months or whenever it's going to be. 30 days, a year, whatever. Um, and a lot of these games they talked about, majority of these games they talked about are exclusives. I think yep. really Monster Hunter World isn't going to be one. I don't know about Marvel vs. Capcom. That might not be one. No, it's uh, not. Call of Duty we know is not, um, but they do have the deal with them where they get the, the DLC early. And same with Destiny 2. They get a bunch of exclusive stuff with that. So... Everything they announced was either exclu- was had exclusive things coming to Sony or was a true exclusive. Um, yep. Same with the VR stuff. So, yeah, I, I think much better showing than Microsoft's. Uh, kind of a dead year this year, but it's fine because there's enough, I think, great games. Like there usually is most falls, but enough great games this year to keep everybody busy. And they're going to have, uh, sounds like, what, four or five big games coming out next year. So we'll probably have plenty of sony uh, ps4 exclusives to play no all throughout doubt. the year next year so yeah I, i'm i think i'm gonna go eight out of ten with this one okay. uh not as good as bethesda's i think um but uh not but it's still the, the, the a really good show i was like i said never bored um it was just you know they found they perfected i think the e3 press conference and they're still i mean everybody seems to be following it outside of ea so far this this e3 
um, but they're still the masters of it. Um, so yeah, uh, eight out of ten for me. Uh, great showing, uh, buddy. We are almost at the end of E3 for us. We got I know, right? <laughs> one more tomorrow. Nintendo in the morning. Uh, pretty excited. A little bummed. I, I talked about that best of our PS3 thing uh, that turned out to be nothing. It seems like so. Whatever. I, you know, I was hoping for Metal Gear Solid Four on my PS4, but whatever. It's cool. Uh, it might have just been a weird glitch. I was actually Google, I was actually doing some looking online after we recorded last night, and I was seeing other people like from like March of this year and May of this year and months ago getting the same thing. So I wonder if it's like uh, Justin said he listened to the show and he actually went on his PS3 and he said the PS3 store has the exact same thing: PS4 bundles and best PS3. So maybe there's a weird glitch where I just signed in. And it gave me the PS3 store for a second and kicked me out and rebooted it, reboot itself. Probably. Yeah, so that sounds what it is, and it seems like it happens to other people, too. And just weird timing right, right around E3. So, yeah, great showing. Uh, good day of games. We got one more tomorrow. Uh, yeah, good shows. Um, gotta love E3. Um, like, like I said, I think last week, even a bad three, uh, E3 is still got some good shit out of it. So Yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah, um, that's going to do it for tonight. Uh, we'll be back tomorrow talking about Nintendo uh, and then maybe talk a little bit more about overall E3 stuff. We don't know yet. Um, yeah, thanks for listening. We'll, we'll see you guys tomorrow. Yep. <laughs> don't drink and drive. Of course. <laughs> Bye, guys. See ya.